Hey everyone, I'm Mary Kate and welcome to Women Changing the Game. Join me as I sit down with ambitious, powerful women who are coming off the bench in the sports industry and are changing the game as we know it. Get ready for women in coaching, photography, events, sales, entrepreneurship, and so much more, all in the industry of sports. If you're here to get some amazing advice, stories, and laughs, then stick around. Looking to start your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Women Changing the Game. I'm so, so grateful for our next guest. She is named in Forbes 30 Under 30. She's a professional basketball player in Spain. She has made three Final Four appearances with UConn women basketball team. (laughs) She is a TED speaker, international speaker, author, Espionary, and one of my favorite accomplishments, she is founder of Women and Kids Empowerment, aka Wake, which is a nonprofit to educate, equip, and empower young girls through sport, education, and social entrepreneurship. Welcome, Batuli Kamara. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for being on and congratulations on all your accomplishments thus far. I mean, you're just getting started. So I'm looking forward to diving deeper into all of these things. Yeah. And I and I saw today you posted um, that you've been selected as Unite uh, 2030 Youth Delegate. How is that? <laughs> that has been an amazing uh, journey so far. And I'm, I'm so thankful for the work that they do. Um, and their intentionality. So really excited to get started with them. That's amazing. Congratulations again. Um, so just tell us about your background and start us off with, you know, where you came from, how this all started. I think it started from such a young age. I always say I learned history lessons instead of fun facts. And as a young kid, I was just so curious. I was the youngest child in the family and I had amazing siblings who I had an older brother and I had an older sister and my older sister always wanted a younger sister. My older brother always wanted a younger brother. And so I get, I got <laughs> so works. kind of that, that middle line of, of growing a love for, for arts and, and reading, which my sister really loved and then sports and just, you know, going at adventures with my brother loved and just becoming, I would say equally proportion of both of them as I continue to grow and then started to navigate sport at the age of 12 years old. Wow. Yeah. So basketball has been a huge part of your life and family. Um, but you're perf- playing professionally now in Spain, correct? And you've had a great college career. Tell me when, was there ever a specific moment in your life where you realized how important basketball really is to you and how it's going to, you know, affect your journey and where you are now? I would definitely say it started when I was going to boarding school and I I knew about boarding school. I kind of had a general sense, but you always think of it as a TV, like someone gets sent, sent away and they're horrible and they're a bad student. <laughs> 
and they're doomed forever. And so that's kind of what I thought. But then I started to see really talented and amazing basketball players who went to boarding school and how it changed the trajectory of their life. And once I was offered the opportunity, it was having a meeting with my family and my brother saying, you know, do you have $60,000 to pay for four years? And my mom was like, no. He's like, we're talking about high school right now. And that's when it really kind of dawned on me how important sport was as I, you know, had a scholarship to go. And at such a young age, I was 14 years old and it felt like my life was changing right before my eyes. And just having to sit down with that conversation with my family and have that conversation and then, you know, choose a school and say, this is the best fit. And it felt like such a family thing to then do that again years later and again, now my professional career. But I would say that was definitely a life-changing moment for me. Wow. Yeah. Nobody really understands like the, the impact, especially where you are now in basketball, that you have to go through all these things and make all these decisions at such a young age. It's, it's crazy. (laughs) Um, And then also everybody talks about, you know, being more than an athlete and basketball is this, you know, huge thing in your life, but then also you have to think about everything outside of that. And I think that's so important, but I also think it's crazy that you're, doing all these things starting from such a young age and you know performing for these people and doing great things and then people still expect you to have this whole you know do everything else outside of it but um everybody's their own individual so i just want to get into now what you're doing outside of basketball which is week um empowering young girls through sports but um which you can get tell us a little more about that but i know it goes deeper than you know just basketball and sports and Tell us why it's more important than just sports. I, I think I just have to first say the work you do is so important, amplifying voices and having this platform. Um, and I don't say that lightly because I know it takes a lot of time. For me, as I said, boarding school was such a transformative year in my life. I was 14 years old and I had to go away and be responsible and, and live on campus and learn how to study and learn how to navigate the world. But I also had amazing people who told me, be yourself. You know, you are more than an athlete. And I was seeing it at one of the highest levels of my life because to me, my athletes weren't, my teammates weren't just athletes. They were my best friends. They were relentless women. They were makeup artists. You know, they were so many different things off the court at such an early age. And it gave me enough confidence um, to fail early. And I failed a lot in boarding school and it was a safe place for me to do so. And I think that directly translated into going to college. And then my junior year starting Women and Kids Empowerment. I failed so much before that. I said, you know, I feel compelled to do something What's the worst that can happen? Failure, but my heart was already saying, those girls who had a dream, that girl who looked at me and said, I can be better than you, but I need resources and opportunities to fight for my dreams. That was more than enough to get me started because I owed her that much to try, you know? And and how often do we hold ourselves back from not even trying? And so that was more of a passion project for me because I know how much people invested in me for me to be here. And, And they never said no. They said, you know, we'll figure it out. And sometimes that's what you need. You know, there's someone to go through the trenches with you and say, I see your vision, I see your potential, and I'm willing to figure it out and lean in and show up into that. And so that was that was my way of, of giving in. I don't say giving back, of giving in um, to that younger version of myself and, and seeing, you know, their potential and their dreams and saying, you want access, resource, and opportunities. And I think there's a world that would love to offer that for you. Yeah. Wow. That's great. That's a great way to start it. And it seems like you've had a great support system. Also, I think it's really important to make mistakes in the beginning and you're so lucky to have had that chance to make mistakes and learn from them. Um, And now you're just doing what you love. So 
so you kind of explained why you started, but what now can people do like my followers and myself and everybody out there in the world of sports looking at your page, what can we do to support it now? I think there are so many different ways and I, I want to make a PDF. I'm not great at making PDFs, <laughs> but if I could make a PDF, it'd be a thousand ways to donate without money. You know, there's your time, there's your support, there's advice, there's people who saying you have a misspelling on your website. Like there's so many different ways to donate your time for the betterment of the cause. And I always say together we rise, like together as, as a family and together as individuals, when we come together, we can make movements happen, yeah. you know? So I always tell people first and foremost, there's so many different ways to benefit um, by your resources, by your connections, by your support, by your shares to impact, you know, our, our, the organization, I say it's our organization because I feel like everyone's a part of it. Yes. Um, and the second is, as we're working on, on new projects just to get insights saying this is what we're doing and just sharing that post right now, we're working to renovate a few courts. Infrastructure is a huge thing in Guinea as there's a, a lack of infrastructure for many young kids. And we have an entire country with no fully sufficient indoor basketball court. So that would be my mm -hmm. huge 2022 goal um, is to create the first in the country. But right now working to renovate a few courts where there are so many kids who just want an opportunity to play on safe grounds. So, you know, be willing to like, donate, share. <laughs> yeah. And people, people got to understand the little things matter with that. Like just repost. That's so easy. So simple. I mean, donate money if you can. And then if you can't, a repost, a like goes just as far, you know, it takes those little things to combine into one. And I can't say enough how amazing what you are doing is just, it's so great for everyone. Um, so the first, you want to do the first all girls elite boarding school in West Africa. You want to launch that, right? Yes. What's that been like, and what's been like the work going into that? Mm -hmm. So the thing is, it, it's amazing because you get to see so many different and unique um, prototypes. So in Africa, you know, especially NBA Africa, larger organizations who have done these models um, and are more so co-ed. And then you go to South Africa, you have Oprah's Leadership Academy, which is not necessarily sport, um, does have sport and leadership, but so many different models. And you're saying, okay, how can I take a piece of that and a piece of that and a piece of that? Mm -hmm. In my own personal experience, attending boarding school um, to now bringing it here to Guinea. So for me, it would just be a holistic place for girls to grow and to learn and, and to just tap into their limitless potential. I think that's that would be my ultimate goal. And I think sport has been a vehicle for me. I know how it has transformed my life and gave me invaluable skills that I use today um, and just being able to create a safe space for them to do so. Oh, I love that. You got this. <laughs> um, I'm sure you have a great support system already as um, I'm asking how we can support. So who is someone or who are people in your life that have supported you in this journey of wake and all your other um, accomplishments? The first person I would say is my mentor. I actually met my mentor when I was 11 years old. Her name is Shanae Jones. And that's when I first started playing basketball and I was absolutely horrible. And she would just make me take layups and form shots all the time. And I was like, I hate this woman. She's always making me do this stuff. Um, but she really taught me the power of patience and just showing up and, and improving every single day. And she was really passionate about that. And the second was just taking that holistic approach to us. And I remember at Mentor National, I shared a story about going to my first gala and I was like, what do I even wear? She's like, wear anything, just show up and be confident in who you are. 
and she at that moment she taught me as, as little about materialistic things but how you show up and and your energy and, and the positivity that you radiate in the world and that's what's important that that's what you'll get back and I was learning this at 12 years old so again places where I was able to safely fail and to show up as myself um not always confidently but definitely as myself and, and you kind of grow into that as you're like I'm not gonna change <laughs> now um but she was an amazing, amazing, amazing. She still is my mentor today. And everyone who knows me knows her. And it has been a beautiful and organic relationship of just constant support and love. And the second I would say um, of, of who inspires me is everyday people, again, like you who just say, I'm going to do this. This is important to me. Um, you know, women changing the game. That's what it is. And so that I'm easily inspired by people who just go out and do it because I know how hard it is. Um, and it continuously show up every day. That's, that's who I'm inspired by. Yeah. Same here. We're so inspired by you and all the other pages and platforms and, you know, that are reaching for the same goal or not even the same goal, but just putting themselves out there, like you said, and just going for it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was also going to ask who are at least two people that you look up to, but I guess you kind of said um, that in your mentor, but are there other people that you look up to in the sports world or just in a world in general? Because with women changing the game, we want to make it a place where young women who don't have somebody to look up to, maybe they can find somebody on this platform to look up to and maybe connect with or reach out to or just see them as motivation. So are there other people in your life that you have looked up to from the beginning or just now? Yeah. So I would first say, go back to my mom. She's amazing. My mentor. And again, just everyday women who show up. And then from their athletes, I have absolutely always loved Maya more. I think she lives authentically and I loved her as a player. And once I met her, I loved her even more as a person and to see the work that she has done this year and over the past years at the peak of her um, career has been incredible to see the changes that she's made throughout the world. Um, and to say she can still come back to the game. I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful. I'm like, she can still, she, like Jordan, <laughs> come back anytime, just come back. Um, so definitely I, I would first say, you know, Maya Moore and the second, um, you know, between Ibtihaj and, and Bill Keys, who are just Muslim women in the game who have just impacted my life and took me under their wing. Um, which has been absolutely incredible. And just a quick story about Keith is, you know, wanting to play basketball and doing the FIBA hijab in and fighting to lift that and, and the work that she has done all over the world for Muslim girls and Ibtihaj have been absolutely incredible and, and two women that I uh, lean heavily on. Wow, you have some great people to look up to and a great support system. That is awesome. So I wanna get a little bit into your book as well. Um, a basketball game on Wake Street because you, like you said, you have these people to look up to. And I feel like this book, this children's book is important for younger kids to, you know, have somebody to look up to you writing the book and then the characters in the book. So tell us a little bit about that book. A basketball game on Wake Street is definitely a piece of my heart. And it's about a group of diverse and dynamic young girls with unique ability coming together for a basketball game. And to me, that was a microcosm of the world that I live in. I think sport is a microcosm of society. And I don't think that was being necessarily reflected in, in news and media because these are the amazing women that I was playing against and that who, who I was inspired by all over the world. And so that book was inspired deeply by my travel, uh, by the world that I want to live in. And and just having a chance for kids to pique their curiosity early. And the best thing that I would say is when kids get the book and they say, I see myself 
And I think deep down, we all want to be able to pick up something and say, I see myself um, and how important it is to amplify voices who may not have the opportunity to be heard. Wow. I love that. Yeah. So that kind of shows that how it is inspiring for kids to just read a children's book and realize, you know, there's so much more deeper meaning to basketball. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if they realize that at a younger age, that's great. So I also want to ask you, what is one thing that, which this kind of goes with being younger and having inspiration, what is one thing that you wish you knew um, or wish you could tell your younger self just from the beginning? I go back to that gala moment where I was just so awkward, God, and uncomfortable, you know, (laughs) and I would say, it's going to be okay. You know, it'll, it'll all, um, it'll all make sense soon, but just show up. Because I think there were so many times where, you know, you're not, you think you're not good enough. You're not this, you're not that. And you're like, well, how do you even know? And I just can replay that moment in my head so many times of the self-sabotage at such a young age. And I got to a point where it was like, who said you couldn't? Um, So I, the first line in my book says, you have everything you need to win, you know, just do it. And I think we have more inside of ourselves than we know. And once you start to tap into your strengths, um, you're able to, you know, work on your weaknesses, but also make change and take action where you, where it needs to be taken. Um, and I think that's the first step. You know, I don't think people need to be empowered. I think they are empowered. I think they need to be ignited um, to make the changes that they see necessary. So I always tell young kids and girls all over the world, you have everything you need to win and, and start from that place of strength and everything will come. Wow. Great message, really. And great advice. Um, can you just give us, you know, places where we can follow you and places where we can follow week and keep up with everything that you're doing? Yes, absolutely. Um, well, first of all, since on Instagram, I guess, you know, we don't have TikTok. I always say TikTok and my sister's like, stop saying that. Well, we don't have <laughs> But um, first, you know, follow us on Instagram at Tuli, T-O-O-L-Y-Y-Y-Y. You probably work some media magic and throw it on there. Um, and then Wake, and we're also on Instagram. We're on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, and, and feel free if you guys, if you ever want to DM me and reach out and email me, I'm super open to that and um, we're going to be available. So yeah. that's great. Yeah, and you're so open to coming on the podcast and sharing, you know, yourself with me and connecting with me. So I'm really grateful for that. And I'm sure a lot of younger women out there will be as grateful as I am for that. And thank you so much again. Keep going with everything you're doing. So amazing. You inspire us. You inspire me so much. And I'm really excited to see what's to come for you in the future and wake as well. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you again for being on and we'll see you next time on Women Changing the Game. Awesome.